Coming up, a Sad Styles production. Get into it. Man, Andrew, I gotta say, you know what I've been thinking about a lot lately? What's that? It's been it's been a long time since we focused on uh, uh, that game we grew up playing. Uh, what was it called on the N64? That first person. It changed. Uh, GoldenEye. The first, uh, first oh, Golden person Eye, shooter yeah. really that I ever played. Right. Just like what a creative idea. You know, like the the fact that it's just like, I don't know. They, the fact they got Pierce Brosnan in there. Uh, the story yeah. was outrageous. Well, um, yeah. But the most, most James Bond things are. Are there other James Bond games? Is that I thought that was the 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 first James Bond what? game. Well, it was it was a book and then a movie and then uh, you know Goldeneye is based on the movie. The the N sixty four they made a movie based on the N sixty four video game. No, 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 the other way around. The game was the last thing. It was based on a movie that was based on a book. When's the book coming You've out? Ne- the book's been out for 50 years. Okay. What? You didn't know this? Honestly, I, I, you, you could have fooled me. I had no idea. You know what? This actually reminds me of the, the, uh, the last time we talked about it. You tried to make the same argument about that game uh. that I, I grew up in love. Fucking what was, you played as that, yeah, yeah. as that, uh, the large cat, the, uh, the, the king, king of the, the, the large cat. lion king, the lion king, that game I thought was just like, man, where do they come up with these ideas? You know, <laughs> but it, that's also a movie. I know you tried to tell me that Andrew, but I don't, oh my God, how, how do Mikey, you know? Are you okay? What year did the movie come the, out? 94. Okay. The game came six? out in 94 as well. So I think they, you're, uh, that's no. how you're confused. They based the movie uh, on the video it, game. No, it, no, this there. So okay, maybe you're unaware of this. Sometimes uh-huh. they do video games that are tie-ins to popular movies. So Lion King, popular movie, they made a popular video game out of it. Um, you really don't know that? No. You'd like that movie. It's a very good movie. I don't think I'd like it as much as that movie that was based on that game where that train comes towards the screen. That was my favorite game oh, of all yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. That was like the best yeah, game right. of all time. But I think actually what yeah. we should do is count down our top ten games based <laughs> on movies this week on the Retrograde Podcast. Welcome to the Retrograde Podcast, where we remind you what you used to love and whether or not you still should. I'm Andrew Baskman. With me, as always, is the bad boy of podcasting, Mr. Bebop himself. Mr. Mikey Phone, Aaron Worth. Mr. Mikey Phone. Yeah. Oh, very good. Did and why ever, is that? Well, it's, that? Like, it's like Mr. Movie Phone. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've got a mm-hmm. question for you, Andrew. Have you ever mm-hmm. used Mr. Movie Phone or Movie Phone or anything like that? Uh, no, I never did. Oh, ever. Did you? Yeah, I used it on a rotary dial once. I was I was trying to uh, uh, figure out when a movie was playing. I can't remember what it was. We didn't have a newspaper at the time to check the show times because that's what you ha- you used to have to do. Yeah, Look at to, us, yeah. like legitimately yeah. sounding old now. You mm-hmm. used to. I wonder if anyone listening to this doesn't know about that process of having to check a newspaper for show times. Absolutely. Um, um, and and then I, I had to call in, and it was a long drawn out process, and I despised every moment of it, and I've never stopped thinking about it since. But his voice was very nice. It was very nice. <laughs> yes. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, Secret of the Use, playing at 4, <laughs> 430, 6, 645. Yeah. Um, to yeah, buy tickets for all showtimes. Press 8. <laughs> so we're talking about the top 10 movies based on video games this, this episode. No, and we're I just want to say. No, we're not. We're not? We're talking about the top 10 games based on movies. What did I say? Movies based on video games. Oh, I said the opposite. You really Uh-oh. scared me for a second because I have a very <laughs> different list if that's the case. A very different list. You know what's so funny? And while trying to do research for this episode, going like, okay, so I have a bunch that I can just rattle off the top of my head, but I want right. to make sure that I'm not covering, missing any bases or anything like sure. that. 
I kept getting movies based on video games, not video games based on movies. I, honestly, over and over me. and over again. I kept looking yeah. up lists and everything, and I, the same thing would happen. And, and obviously, this is going to be a bit of a, a change of pace for for people. If if oh, you're yeah. used to us, if you're a fan of the show, uh, if you're, it, it may seem strange. But if you're new, first of all, thanks for listening. Secondly, typically, mm-hmm. what we do on the podcast is we take a look back at the games that we used to play when we were kids. We rate and review them as we remember them. Then we play the games, and then we come back and rate and review them in the modern day against like some modern games. But we're not doing that this time around because one of us had to be a freaking ding dong and go catch COVID. So you, yep. we can't be in the same room together for a variety nope. of reasons. <laughs> for a lot of reasons. Our own public safety. Uh, yeah, uh, I have COVID mm-hmm. um, again. Again. Uh, How many times yeah, is just, this for I'm, you? This is two that I know of. Okay. I've had it three um, times. Nice. I'm working yeah. on my, my stamp card. And then yeah, eventually honestly, I get like a free thing at the end. Maybe it's death. funny because when I got it the first time, I was like, so embarrassed it was the scarlet letter i was i was, oh, was? i was yes. embarrassed i was scared i i cried a lot <laughs> i got it on Aww. christmas day and i gave it to my whole family and i i sat and opened up presents in the corner because at that point we all definitely had it uh, and just crying just opening up gifts crying as though i didn't like what i got and turns out i didn't <laughs> like what i got because what i got was a disease that i'd been trying to COVID. avoid for the past two years uh yeah. but now it's almost like a point of pride when someone tells me they have it, yeah i've had it three times no big deal yeah Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I Yeah, I got it. And uh, I did the same thing where like maybe I was a little too cocky. Where I'm like, I'm fine. Yeah. And then I saw some people and then I had to do that thing where the, I imagine what you'd had to do if you had an STI and text them and go like, right. so, hey, I tested positive. You should probably go check out, yes. you know, yeah. you just watch what you're doing. That part um, always sucks. That does suck when you get uh, yeah. when you get uh, when you do test positive. Thankfully, I don't see that many people. And the other two times that I got it. <laughs> Just so blowing past that. Eh? Just, yeah, I don't, thank really God I don't see a lot of people. Yeah, thank God no one wants to see me. Uh, the one person <laughs> I see the most is you. And thankfully, uh-huh. both time, both other times that I got it, we must have been ahead on the recording schedule and I was heading up Guess to the so. cottage or something like that because it was not around you, which is convenient. Uh, you yeah, managed to avoid amazing. getting it from me, which is which is great. Um, yeah. But you know what? I'm getting we see each other a weekly. lot. A lot. Yeah. Almost <laughs> weekly. So for first yeah, not to much. see each other weekly is, is, is uncommon, but uh, you know what I, I am catching from you, Andrew? What's that? A little bit of holiday cheer. I'm looking at oh! your, at your video over there. You got uh, a Christmas tree up. You got some stockings over there. I do have some stockings. And I think, I think the reason why you have that is because Christmas is around the corner. It I think. is. I think, but the reason, uh, uh I can't why, read calendars. I, I don't even know. Are I you think. supposed to read them? Are you supposed to read them? <laughs> I've been, I don't know, actually. Is that, I've been you eating them yeah. and trying to just ingest mm. what day it is. Uh, See, I try to um, listen to them. And instead, I just digest a lot of paper. Um, the, the reason I bring that up is because we are now in December, which is the holiday season. And as a result, we're getting a lot of Spotify wrapped notifications coming out. Uh, how, what's your Spotify wrapped look like? I don't use Spotify. Oh, you don't? What do you use? Napster? I, I use, I use, I use over, over, uh, Overcast for podcasts. And I use Apple okay. Music. So Does Apple Music I, not do like a Spotify Wrapped or anything like that? Oh, I do. Oh, they definitely do. Uh, yeah. It's probably something like, "Hey, do you guys like Wrapped?" And you're like, "No, no, no, don't, don't try." <laughs> no, they don't got worry it about it. First. They hit. This is the first, first year. This is the first year I've had uh, Spotify. I only had it for half the year, and prior to that, I had uh, uh, YouTube Music. I was the person using YouTube Music, <laughs> and prior to that, I was on Google Music, which was like just. <laughs> No one else. Did they handwrite you a letter to Michael? Thank you for keeping the lights on. You know how YouTube sends out like platinum plaques to people with a certain number of subscribers? (laughs) Just because I was on Google Play Music, uh, they sent me a soggy roll of paper towel. (laughs) And they're like, we hope this, we hope there's a use for you somehow. Um, Google Play 
we're still on the Google Play podcast. I didn't even know it was an app. And like we do very well on on the likes of iTunes and Spotify and yeah. everything. And then all of a sudden Google Play sends their reports for how many listeners we have. And it's like, you had 67 listeners this past week. And we're like, what the f- <laughs> where who who is listening on who is this? It, if you're listening to us right now on Google Music or yeah. whatever the hell it's called, Google Podcast, t- let us know. Yeah. And then we can send you links to probably better podcast players. Um, there are a thousand of them. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know what? So Spotify Wrapped, I'm glad it's coming out and everyone is so sweet. We've seen so many nice references to the Retrograde Podcast. Yeah. People that have listened to thousands of minutes of us, which is Wild. crazy. Wild. Um, but yeah, not being a non-Spotify user, this is the one time of year where I'm like, oh, kind of want to know. It's one of the reasons I was excited to change. And yeah. I, I got it. And unfortunately, I got my my list of like top genres and tucked away at uh, number four of five was lo-fi video game music. And I was like, let's not post that. No one's <laughs> no one's going to see that except for me. That's it. That's it. I do. I do worry because like some of my friends that are parents have like a lot of like, well, it's in Canto five times. Um, <laughs> and I'll get like, you know, I'm washed, man. I, get, I think it was that was a uh, local Toronto legend and former guest. Uh, Jesse Borg said that. Uh, Jesse Borg. But yeah. Y- and then, and then some other people like, you know, do you like listen to music to either concentrate, which is assume is sure. what you're doing with the video game stuff or no, like I'm to jacking sleep. <clears throat> okay. Jacking off. And yeah. then there's a lot of like white noise stuff. Like oscillating fan <laughs> is my number one track that I've listened to. And you're like, Oh, <laughs> it's just playing. Which, you're trying to go to sleep. Yeah, I do. I get the I functional idea of it. I get the idea that you should do that, but it is funny that it's, there should be like, you know, children's mode for Netflix. So it doesn't screw up your algorithm. Honestly, there yes. should be a version of that. Well, I have I my number one speaking of it's the the white noise thing kind of rang a bell because not not lo-fi video game music, but my number one song. So everything I count everything after number one, because number one was I do the same thing when I'm going to bed. I play I play uh, certain songs and it's Gilbert Gottfried reading James Joyce's Ulysses. And that's just (laughs) that's that's my number one. That's what puts me to bed. He never thought he would ever be home again. Yo, that's really yeah. good. Thank that's you. Really I appreciate good. it. Oh, Gilbert God. is uh, one of the ones that you can just do. Just you got to close your eyes and then just scream as loud as you can. Um, and uh, and get fired from Aflac. Uh, no, but the reason why I, I brought him. And, wait, is he dead? Oh, yeah, he is dead. Oh, yeah. He is you know dead. Was, Actually, I say I bring that up because I was watching uh, Somebody Feed Phil, a show uh-huh. that I can't believe I like, but whatever. And he, he, one of the segments used to be that he used to call his parents. Uh, and, you know, in their tiny Brooklyn apartments and and go like, look where I am. I'm in Portugal where you have this delicious sure. food. And there would be these two old people on a v- screen. It was very funny. And then his dad would tell a joke. And it was it was always really, really charming segment. But since the show has progressed on and they were very elderly, they've both passed away. And so now he does a segment where he calls one of his very famous comedian friends who knew his parents and would tell a joke like his dad would. Okay. And they tell like a joke at the end. And it's very cute. Except this season, this season that just came out weeks ago, Gilbert Gottfried is one of the, is the guy what? he calls, and he's like, "Oh, I'm gonna call my friend Gilbert," and Gilbert's like, "Like that looks delicious," and you know, like you're, and so you're like, "Oh, great," and then I'm kind of like, "Wait, I thought he died." Well, okay, he died whatever. April of this year, so that kind of makes sense. It must have been months between him and dying, and this when they filmed this because, and at the end they said for our friend Gilbert, I'm like, "Oh, good, okay, uh, yes, well, he is that dead. makes okay, sense. That makes go. sense." But it was oh, a, good. It was he's a trippy dead. moment. Oh, oh good, oh, he is dead. Well, my fear was that he died and has now been reanimated to come back on the show. And then I'm like, well, I don't know. Who would it could have been like a honestly, who yeah, would it know? Been like a Star Wars thing where they, they CGI'd him into this thing. It's like really important. He's on somebody beats Phil. <laughs> uh, I can't get over your uh, your Godfrey impression. I need you to do Thank that you for me in person one day. I really like that. I will. Um, well, I'll read you Ulysses to you and you can go to bed. 
that's fantastic. Fantastic. That's fantastic. <laughs> and later on, we will read our top 10 lists of the video game movies. Oh, right. Uh, that's why we- I brought that up. That's why I brought that up because I went to a Wikipedia article to oh. look up these games and I couldn't believe this was the worst thing I've ever done for this stupid podcast because now I've looked up all these games where I'm like, he made a Porky's video game? And I'm like, honestly, oh, man. no. They made this game. They made this game. I'm like, oh, oh, no, no, oh, no, 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 no. It's just re- stocking the roster again. It was, I see my list was done. And then I read the same list and I was like, yeah. where do I put the rest in peace department video game? You <laughs> <laughs> saw that too. Did you see that? <laughs> yeah. There's so many of them that was like, they they made five Back to the Future video games? I'm like, yeah. oh, crap. A lot of Aliens games. Um, uh, and we will get to those lists in a bit, but the reason why Sorry, I brought yeah. Spotify wrapped up, I want to give a shout out to a couple of the people who have explicitly reached out to us and mm. tagged us to show uh, some of the love from their Spotify wrapped. At uh, uh, It's Matt, LOL, on Twitter. Number one podcast uh, of his on Spotify wrapped. Thanks very much. Uh, we had Thanks, another Matt. another former guest of the show, Dario, uh, who, who we had on for the Batman, the movie. Batman... Batman Forever? 2, I think it was. Yeah. I think yeah. it was Batman Returns. Yeah. Batman Returns, sorry. Yeah. Uh, he he was on. We we made his list. And at Hey, I'm Joe Griffin, uh, we we made his list as well. He's been a, a good supporter. And, you know, while we're here, I do just want to take a, a, a little moment uh, uh, to shout out Joe Griffin because uh, he reached out to us. He showed us some love, not only on the Spotify rap, but he also uh, uh, let us know that he really enjoyed last week's episode. And he and his mom actually shared a moment laughing at some of our our Bible puns. Uh, his, mm-hmm. his his mom is is currently going through uh, some treatment, and he said that it, it kind of brought a moment of, of levity to their relationship. And it was a really sweet story. And, um, uh, you know, it's just a, a kind of a really human interaction. You, you just you get a lot. You know, you and I do this all the time. And sometimes, you know, when you're not getting these interactions, it feels a little bit like you're speaking it out into the void. But like, we always love when people reach out, tell us you enjoyed an episode, tell us a little bit about your personal life and 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 kind of what's going on because we we enjoy talking to our listeners. And I, I just wanted to say a shout out to Joe and his mom. And I hope everything's going well. And hopefully we can make you guys laugh a bunch and uh, and, and keep on listening. We love it. Yeah. Oh, that's really sweet. I, I, I love hearing that. Yeah, we you'll hear the frustration in our voice sometimes. We're like, we know people are downloading and listening. Yeah, like we exactly. can see numbers. Exactly. And then <laughs> all you all you Google podcast users, maybe they're reading reviews and we just never see them. I don't know. I need to see. I, we're we're going to start calling attendance. That's what we're going to start doing. Like, I need to see 72 hands go up when I bring up Google uh, podcast. Well, Andrew, and, that uh, happened. That happened when when we brought up uh, recommending shit games because a bunch of people, uh, including Brian Bland, who asked us to do Superman 64 like three years ago, a bunch of people started recognize, uh, recommending <laughs> Superman 64, which is which is uh, 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 something that I hope we never have to do. Didn't we say when we brought up Super Six, like, don't get any ideas, you jerks. And everyone's yes. like, Super N64, Super N64. Yes. Yeah. Like, the, the jerks got ideas. The jerks definitely the got jerks ideas. The jerks got ideas. The jerks got um, ideas. Man, yeah. I, honestly, it's such a sweet time of the year. And like, we we not only love this time of year for lots of reasons that are, you know, sentimental to us, but it's also a nice time to make a podcast because there is some, a little bit more downtime with the holidays. And we love sure. doing our, our favorite things lists and we loved, you know, ranking and talking about things that we love. And so, and it's no different than, to, than what we're doing today. So, uh, so it's, I'm really excited to do lists. Yeah. I'm excited to do lists as well. Uh, uh yeah. over on our Patreon, we're also getting a little creative. We somehow haven't managed to talk about 
or maybe purposely avoided talking about the Super Mario Brothers movie trailer. Uh, and yes. now the second trailer that's just dropped. We haven't talked about that on the main feed at all. So if you want to hear our thoughts on that, you can go over to our Patreon, patreon.com slash the retrograde podcast. We're going to be uh, doing a, a spoiler breakdown for both of those, a spoiler trailer breakdown for both of those and give some thoughts on that. And throughout the month of December, we'll have some other bonus episodes just released a uh, almost like a like a Twitch stream esque thing of me playing some overwatch 2 where we have some ideas for for how we can incorporate some of that stuff as well so if you want to join us and get some more bonus content you can feel free to do that uh, over there growing community come support us yeah you'll we have here's a, here's a teaser right here here's oh. like a sizzling teaser okay oh we have some surprising thoughts about chris pratt as mario uh, you know what the surprising thought would be that he's doing a good job that's what the surprising thought would be we yeah. have unsurprising thoughts about chris <laughs> pratt as mario have you seen the TikTok video that's going around where he's just like, hey, guys, uh, it's a me, a Mario. I'm just kidding. The voice won't be like that. And it's just like the voice was fucking that. <laughs> it is. Uh, I don't know. We got some thoughts. Well, yeah, we'll, yeah, yeah, we'll yeah. save it over for there. But yeah, go, go listen to that. Patreon.com. Uh, that's a podcast. Andrew, do you have look, if you, I, uh, uh, you're a, a sick boy. Um, you've I'm got the, you got the devil's juice in your lungs, as they like to say. Oh, boy, do I. Uh, but that means you got a little bit more time on your hands. Can you catch us up on some of the progress you're making on God of War Ragnarok? Yeah, I'd love to. Um, so uh, <laughs> I knew this was going to come up. Uh -oh. I'm stuck uh and I don't know what to do. <laughs> I'm stuck at a part. No, we're talking about God of War Ragnarok, Andrew, not your life. We're Ragnarok in a hard place. Oh, I don't wow. that. Yeah. Can you now say, oh, and Andrew's just going off screen. Can Sorry. you say yes, that I in a Gilbert Godfrey voice, please? Ragnarok in a hard place. Okay, that honestly, um, notes, not as good as your first impression of Gilbert Godfrey. Okay, fuck off. Okay, <laughs> you know what? You can't, I'm not a dancing monkey. You can't just make requests and then go, eh, not a very good dance. If you were a dancing monkey, though, we'd have at least 100 listeners on Google Play Music. <laughs> We absolutely would. That's a big place for dancing monkeys. Google it's Play, big, big yeah, absolutely, big dancing, big dancing podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wouldn't that be great though? That you're like, and this is me doing the Charleston, and you just hear. <laughs> 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 yeah, I like. Um, you're like, oh, this is me doing the Charleston. I forgot my <laughs> shoes, and it's just you going. <laughs> it's, it's, we would be number one on somebody's Spotify rap for <laughs> ASMR. Just absolutely like the, right. The patter of feet. Like, these are my feet. little feet. The little stocking um, feet. Yeah, but I, I have little feet. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, no, it's it's such an inconsequential part. It's not like a boss or like, oh, there's a confusing puzzle. Sure. I just, there's this doorway I cannot fucking figure out. I know it sounds insane. And so I'm trying to find out how to how to get past this so I can so I can progress on and tell you all about my exploits. Have you, um, looked, it, have you looked it up online or do you refuse to do that? I have been refusing to do it, but I, honest to God, I'm mean, after this podcast going to have to. I've tried. Is it, is it a tried. puzzle or are you just like, did you drop the keys? Did you leave them in your other jacket pocket no, or something? Like how, how can you not get through this door? It's a puzzle, but it's, it's a very simple puzzle. I've, I've, I've completed much more complicated puzzles already to this point. Uh, it's just two doorways and there are two, I don't know. You just guess I'm saying when you kind of explain it, but whatever, there's two like targets. And once you hit a target with your frozen ax, uh -huh. it freezes something in place, right? Sure. Um, but since the one door is past the other door, I can't figure out once I lock the first one in place, what the hell to do with the second door. So I don't know. I, um, have you tried so to send Atreus to do it? Just get him to Atreus do some is, fucking I, work. Spoiler alerts. Atreus is not with me right now. Oh, he ran away from home. It. I don't want to, I don't want to spoil anything for everyone, but I'm with another character as an accompaniment right wow. now. And I know, 
I know. See, that's what I'm saying. I don't want to. I don't want to spoil it. Is it Ellie? It's Ellie. Yeah. Ellie just likes abusive father figures. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. That all of a sudden, Boy, Kratos. One more time. I swear <laughs> to God. One more time. Kratos um, gets beaten to death by a four iron in this one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, she can't man. die. We know that. She's she's immune. Um, that's true. That's true. Yeah, she can't so, die by anything because she's immune to the zombie virus. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Shows her the bite and Kratos like, oh. Oh. Um, Boy. Oh my god. Um, oh boy. That's a hell of a butt. Okay. Uh, is, <laughs> so yeah, no, I I'm I'm progressing really well, but because of that frustration, I am uh well into my career uh in NBA 2K. Oh nice. Um and as of the time of this episode coming out, there will be a new island in Fortnite, which is kind of exciting as Ooh. well. So yeah, lots of new stuff coming up. I think it's, you know, everyone can see that December's all along its way. So there's lots of lots of different stuff to be doing inside of video games right now, which is really do, do you have any other games that are coming out between now and the end of December that you're looking forward to? Or are you pretty much done for the year? No, I think I'm pretty much done for the year. It was funny because we were looking at last year's most uh, anticipated releases. Yep. Uh, and I was looking at my list and I was kind of like, you know what? I think I did a pretty good job based sure. on what my interests are. Um, so no, I'm pretty full. Why do you have some more coming out? Yeah, I have high on life. The Justin Roiland video game that I think looks very oh. funny. Uh, I'm looking forward to that. We're recording this the day before Callisto protocol comes out as well. And I know a lot okay. of people are looking forward to that. We don't know how it is yet. I haven't seen any reviews. Embargo has not been lifted, but there are some other games hmm. in December, uh, you know, before I get a chance to play them and uh, consider them on our, our top 10 lists, which we'll be doing towards the end of this year. Uh, so keep yeah. an eye out for that as well. In terms of gaming, I'm not even going to touch on it for me right now. It's just been more Elden Ring and a little bit of Overwatch. Uh, and, okay. uh, and that's it. But Ooh. I found out I've been talking. <laughs> we we use that as a drop, by the way. We recorded him months ago saying that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And uh, we could just drop it in every time we go, what games are you playing, Mikey? And he's like, Overwatch and Elden Ring. And you're like, all right, cool, cool, cool. Well, one other game that I was playing, I need to apologize because I spent the whole episode calling it the curse of the Golden Idol. It's the case of the Golden Idol. Oh, um, okay. Uh, and uh, and so I apologize for that, uh, for for all of you who are complaining. And, and boy, were you. Uh, boy, were <laughs> <Get> you. <up. laughs> There, everyone on Google Podcasts was like, oh, this guy <laughs> breaking my balls. <laughs> uh, so so I, I don't need to go into too much more there. But I, I spoke to a couple people mm -hmm. about my my situation in Elden Ring, where I am, who who I've last defeated. And I think I only have about three or four hours left. So my goal is to beat it this weekend and then maybe come uh, before our next recording with a bit more information on my thoughts on Elden Ring. I do appreciate how hopelessly naive and optimistic you can be about this kind of stuff because you're like, I don't want to talk about my favorite games of the year yet because a new game is coming out. Two yeah. new games are coming out the next yeah. week. And by in three weeks from now, I'll have an opinion that I could, cause I'm probably going to meet, beat the majority <laughs> of those games and I'll be able to put those in my top 10 list <laughs> of the year. What a fool you are. Well, have every, you not learned anything? Everyone knows. I look, okay, Andrew, how about uh -huh. this? I'm getting my backup. Yeah. Okay. When when a when a, a food critic walks uh -huh. into a restaurant, do they yes. scarf down the whole meal? No. They get a little oh, taste of it. They think, this is enough. And then they move on. That's me with video games. I take a little spoonful <laughs> of Callisto protocol. I take a dashing of high on life and I say mm -hmm. one is better than the other. And you know what so, happens okay. if you hate yeah, my opinion what? on that? Okay. More people read my article. So go figure. That's also true. Yes. If yeah. you are the opposite of whatever everyone else feels, I will say, just to go back to your analogy, uh -huh. if a food critic came in, sat down, 
and just snarfed down whatever plate of food was right in front of him. The people, the kitchen staff that are pressed to the window would be like, all right, all right, pretty good. Now, what if the chef then turned to the window and went, boo, boo. I wanted you to hate it. This world's a confusing place, man. It's a weird place. It's I don't really yeah, understand much really of it. Is. But what I do understand God. is is occasionally in this world where you get uh, uh, the the notorious theory that all games based on movies suck. Occasionally, yes. that isn't the case. And uh, what we're here to do for you today is to talk about our top ten favorite or most significant video games based on movies. Uh, but we're going to take a quick break first. On the other side, we'll go over how we made these lists, our thoughts on on the creation of them, and then we'll actually ring them off for you. Is that sound good to you, Andrew? That sounds good to me. Mikey, just as a tease before we go. Oh, yeah. Was this easy to come up with 10 games for you? Oh, yeah. Oh, man. I, yeah, I, so there was a l- I struggled to keep this 10 games or less for sure. Wow. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. That's why I want to know. So, okay. Very good. So yeah. competitive uh, list, a competitive list. And I will say that yeah. I think that the, the theory that all games based on movies sucked was a product of a very specific span of time. That's probably Era, early two yeah. thousands yeah. to like 2008 or so. Um, but there are some really good video game movies and, and we're going to talk about all of them. I would say like percentage wise of movies or games that come out, uh, that are good versus bad and movie games that come out that are good versus bad. We're probably dealing with the same breakdown. Does that, does that make sense? Did I, did I explain that properly? That makes sense. That makes sense. I don't know if I agree with you, but that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be interesting to look into, but we'll, but we'll see. Pretty interesting. Uh, okay. So we'll, we'll take a break and we'll see you on the other side in, uh, two shakes of Quentin Tarantino's tale. I was going to say Roger Ebert. That's so funny. <laughs> All right. Power. Rest in Roper. Rest in Roper. Rest in Roper. Two thumbs up to the heaven. Hey, D-Pads. Want to watch this week's gameplay segment where we play a portion of today's game and provide video commentary while doing it? All of our gameplay segments are available for free at youtube.com slash the retrograde podcast. Make sure to subscribe and maybe leave us a like and comment while you're there. And while you're here, why not drop us a rating or review on your podcast platform of choice? It only takes you a moment, but it helps us out immensely and lets us know you appreciate us as much as we appreciate you. You can still join us on our Patreon for $5 US per month at patreon.com slash the retrograde podcast for monthly bonus episodes such as drafts, spoiler casts, top 10 lists, and take some suggestions from the community, both gaming and non-gaming gaming related plus make sure to follow us on all our social media channels it's at retrograde pod on twitter and tiktok or at the retrograde podcast on instagram we're also available on twitter at retrograde mikey and at retrograde andy finally reach out to us with any business inquiries or questions and comments you'd like us to read on air at the retrograde podcast at gmail.com we'll see you all on the other side and welcome back to the retrograde here we are. What's Welcome this? to the show. Oh, it's God. time on the red carpet to see where we'll go. We got movies and games and everything in between. You have seen what we have to show. It's time for the retrograde, you know. Yeah. And though wow. I didn't mention in the song, I didn't mention what we're doing. And no, I feel like that should have been important. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that should have been one of the basic things he talked about. Amazingly, okay, let me try Mikey, again. <clears throat> oh, no, no, no. I think that's okay. We got so, oh, Mikey, didn't, Mikey didn't write that down earlier, just in case anyone thought he, he did. He didn't. He came up with that off the top of his head, which is really I impressive. I forgot about some words that I had to rhyme. Uh, they were just left in the ether hanging. Uh-huh. Uh, like, like, uh, 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 fucking. Like, you know, so many things, right? Like, so many things. What hangs? Uh, like. Um, Saddam Hussein, uh, would be one. Okay. 
Yeah, that he hangs. Yeah, uh, uh, mistletoe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that hangs. Um, I think the Saddam Hussein one's probably ten. better though. Ten hangs. Ten. People hang ten. Yeah. Um. Um. Hanging their ki- kid and the poster of the cat. Oh, the cat hanging there. That's a, yeah. that's a really good one. Yeah. Um. What about um. Like, like there's hang nails. There's hang nails. Yep, that's good. That's good. Right. Yeah, that's that's really good, Mikey. And that's the okay. That's the only one I got. Can we cut? Can I think of a couple more? Because I yeah, you just got yeah. you rattled off like four or five. So I I feel like I need one more than the hang nail. Although I will <laughs> say the hang nail one's probably the best, and Saddam Hussein's second best. Uh huh. But I've got to have more. What's yeah hang? yeah? You've gotten into string this lights. Thing- there you go string lights you just look around the room a little bit figure out something else oh boy cobwebs really yeah cobwebs you have cobwebs little children house? no oh god mikey mikey okay a bunch so of little children to- no stop that stop saying that Four, okay five, so we're six, here to do the seven, top eight. 10 video games based top on 10 movies. little children no stop Hang doing it. that stop 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 I said we cut we're not recording right now it's fine I can't the, the police cannot arrest you if you're not recording it Yes. Also, they need to say that they're listening. That's how That's you, true. are you. A, if you're listening and you're a cop, you have to tell us. And if you're on Google Podcasts, you also have to tell us separate two things. Very um, separate. And if you're a cop on Google Podcasts, God help you. Uh, have God maybe that's all cops, and maybe that's why their listenership is growing. <laughs> okay, I'm not gonna lie. That's actually a really good job. If you like, if you listen on Google Podcasts, you're a cop. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't worry yeah, yeah, yeah. that. All right, Mikey. We're going to do the top 10 video games based on movies. Um, like we were saying, you, okay. What we said before was, you know, you had, you had, uh, you had easily, you have some, you have some close, close top tens. You know, you had, yes. to, you had to strategically pick, pick which ones. Uh, I'm very curious about your list afterwards then just as much as your list, but do you want to start us off with top, number 10? Before, before we go oh, into okay. the top 10, okay. I want to, I, I okay. like to set up how I decided on this oh, list a little okay. bit because it isn't necessarily you? the top 10 best. Okay, things that I consider, although although goodness will absolutely come into play more often than not. Um, Things I want to consider following the source material versus telling its own story that could be good and that could be bad. You know, taking the the general aesthetic and the idea and the setting and doing your own thing with it, paying homage or just following the story. Both of them can be commendable, but it's worth considering that I want to kind of balance my list with a little mix of of both of those. Um, um, And sometimes the importance of just handling the IP and not fucking it up. That's also something worth considering. Like well, if okay. all I want is to live in this world and have a, a very generic good time, like the movie, the expendables, it doesn't have to be great. It's just giving me what I want and I just don't mm. want it to fuck up. That's also worth considering. So that, that may mean there are a couple very subjective picks on my list and I'll explain those when I get to them. Okay. That makes total sense to me. I think the only other one too is I had to play the game. I can't just do that. Like, Oh, I heard oh, that was yeah, good. Yeah, no, and no, I put no, it on the sure. list. For sure. So just that also adds a personal element to the to this list. And obviously it's not a definitive list of the uh, 10 best video games based on movies. It's my 10 best video games based on movies. So Andrew's list is also mine. I have ownership. Over, I have a 10% stake in his list. So we should clarify. Yeah. Yeah. It was started by an incubator that you you have a list incubator that I was at. And so you have a yes. certain percentage. You own. Yes. Yeah, I, I get that. Um, you've also had a real habit these days of ranking my rankings, which I don't I'm not mm-hmm. crazy about. I got to tell you. Well, if I'm, can I speak freely? Permission to speak What has freely? ever stopped you in the past? Um, you're right. But the cops listening on Google Play Music sometimes. Well, fair enough. Yeah. If I can speak freely, mm-hmm. the fact that you 
are not happy with my rankings. As an opinion, I'm going to give that a, a, a one and a half out of four. There's a little bit of merit to it, but mm-hmm. I think that in general, you're not considering the growth potential that you will experience from adhering or at least considering my rankings. Okay. I, to be perfectly honest, can mm-hmm. I speak freely? Yeah. You know what? In the spirit of fairness, uh, yeah. I believe, I believe you will. Yeah, you okay. can. You may. Yeah. I will. And thank you for letting me. You're welcome. I could care less about your list. I could care mm-hmm. less about what you do. Uh, my list okay. is my list. Uh, don't tell me how to list my uh-huh. own list. And, uh, and yeah, I'm going to start. Okay. Number 10. Okay. Stop crying. Just stop crying. Shh. Jesus Christ. Who is this Christmas last year already? Jesus. <laughs> Open your gifts and stop crying. <laughs> Something I COVID. A trick. Oh, there we go. Get through the microphone. Um, <laughs> my number 10 is going to be a game I played this year. Whoa, what a twist. What a sizzling twist. I'm going to start with the Lego Star Wars Skywalker Saga because okay. in my mind, it fills in a very important part of this list where, so these many different games that we're going to be talking about and they 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 complement the movie in different ways. Sometimes sure. it's a complete retelling of the movie like this one where they're sure. just doing it in the version that they're going to be doing it through video games, right? Yeah. And so I thought what was good, and even though I will be completely, this is like completely cheating because I wasn't crazy about this game, but it's not the game I wasn't crazy about. It's Lego games I'm not crazy about. That's what I realized. And so even though this game is kind of expertly made and, you know, really has fun with a kind of a dense story, um, just like Philip Seymour Hoffman's ghost, I think that- ghost. Yeah, it's very dense. Rest in, Uh, uh, in, in, uh, (laughs) what is his name? Roper. Rest in Roper. Rest in Roper. Yeah. 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 Um, even though those games aren't for me, I think it's interesting that they made it. I think it's interesting that they took this huge, dense thing, made it their own, but it was kind of, you know, um, a spirit, it's spiritually correct to what the movie was trying to do. So number 10, I'm going to say the encapsulation of a huge saga of movies with Lego Star Wars, the Skywalker saga. You know, what's impressive to me about that game? I haven't played it, but what's impressive to me is they took the very cookie cutter formula that they've developed for the Lego games and they actually improved upon it for the Skywalker saga. I think they very easily could have just been like, this has been working. Let's just put a a shit game out there and people are going to buy it no matter what. The fact that they took a risk on the formula for such a big IP is actually very commendable uh, for the fact that they did that. And I I think I think that's a solid choice. Um, My number 10 is going in a different route and you're you're going to hate this pick. I already know this. Oh, no. So I'm going to set it up by explaining uh, why I have this on the list before I say the the name. And I'm going to make sure I, I clarify it. What is very important to me about this list is that it has a little bit of everything, including uh, uh, what it does for the industry in general, what it what it does to other games that come along and make movies based on IP, including the fact that some of those may be cautionary tales. And at a certain time when the video game industry was booming, this game was created and brought to launch in time for Christmas and shit the bed so hard that I think video game developers realized how important it was to at least try to get it right and not push something out, even though it was complete garbage. It's E.T. the Extraterrestrial. Oh, my God. uh, At number 10 on my list. Mikey. Not because it's good, but because it's very important to recognize the impact that this would have had for movie games going forward. So, okay. Wait. So, like, I... So, I'm ranking the 10 top 10 movies of all time. I didn't say best. I didn't say the top 10, right? Mm -hmm. And Xanadu is number 10 because it was a cautionary tale about uh, ego and, like, you know, budgets run amok. 
could be. Oh boy. Yeah, could this be. is okay. All right. Hey, like I said, because for the industry as a whole, this game was good. For the industry as a whole and for movie games as a whole, E.T. the Extraterrestrial was good. Okay. Not because it's a good game, but Not because it game. had because it, it's a very bad game. Notoriously yeah. one of the worst games. But it had positive effects on games that would be made based on IP down the line. Okay, interesting. Like I said, I'm not judging your list. Your list is your list. I hate it when you judge my list. So that's your mm. list. Mm. I'm going to rate that a one out of four opinion. Hating. Uh, it feels a little bit uh, uh, personal. I don't want... Uh, <clears throat> it is. I'm going to start crying. No, don't, I'm don't. Please stop crying. You're crying enough as it is already on this podcast. My number nine. Funny enough, number nine. There's also a number in this as well. I'm going to go with oh. Friday the 13th, the game. Now, Ooh, this cool. is why, 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 you know, like I said, wh why do you choose these different games? This one's fun because it's a horror movie in which you are actually in the game. You know, you get right. to be a villain. I love when you get to be a villain in a, in a video game. It's kind of like Shades of Left 4 Dead and a few other things. And, and you get to, you get to be, you know, you get to be Jason. Jason. It's so scary. Jason Voorhees. You get to be scary and, and go after your friends. And I love the idea of horror video games where you are actually the person doing the scaring. And I just think it's like a really more than even the game itself. And it's fun. Like you and I had fun playing the game. Um, is it like the ninth best of all time? No, but it's it's like almost as a proof of concept, a really cool idea that I hope we get to make more games and explore this world. I think it's a really fun idea, especially being online the way it is. And, yeah. and you can, it can be very scary. So Friday the 13th, the game. No, I agree. Even though it isn't necessarily the 10th best movie game of all time, it did have positive effects on the industry, especially as a proof of concept moving forward. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely it is. Interesting. So yeah, huh. Giant Ninth, Friday the 13th of the game for me. Where are you going? Because it's like, I don't know, it's just weird because like, that's always what I said about my number 10 and you were like, no, 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 no. No, no, no. Wait, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. You're comparing Friday the 13th of the game from 2017 to E.T. the video game. E.T. the extraterrestrial. E.T.'s a much better game? That's what you're I saying. My, I rest my case. That's what people say. Rest, rest in peace department. Case. Yeah, 100 uh, percent. I rest. I rest my case department. Um, <laughs> no, no, I, I like that. I like that. And I one one thing I also love about it. Well, two things, actually. It, it takes a lot of liberties in the sense that it gives Jason magic powers, which explains a lot about the movies. You know, yes. Like, How does he keep that getting they did there? That. Yeah. How does he get there? How does he appear and disappear? Uh, uh, uses camera angles that are used in the movies. And it also gives you the opportunity to right the wrongs of some of the participants or some of the victims in the Friday the 13th games as well, where you're like, you would never go into that room. Well, now you kind of have to. Well, yes. I would have done this. Well, now you can do that. It's a really cool idea. I like that. I, I do. I love the idea that it's just so many of these games, especially movies based on video games. Damn it. Video games based on movies. <laughs> um, there should be like a loser. Pot, I have to put in like $5 or some of that. Every yes. time. Um, is that they're, they're, they're kind of on a track. You're usually a protagonist with a gun and you're like, you know, marching your way through the level, just like the game, just like the movies. This one being, you know, open format and, you know, being able to kind of do whatever you want. You're right. You got to live out your fantasy of trying to be killed by Jason Voorhees because you're like, don't go in that room, you stupid idiot. You're like, 100%. and now when you start panicking, you're like, uh oh, I'm in that room again. I'm a real idiot. It's great. It, it, it. it gives you a perspective that the movie never could because you're yeah. the one who's making the bad decisions now, which is great. And I'm used <laughs> to doing that. Uh, my number nine uh, uh, is, is a game that that you and I have actually played before on the podcast. It's a game that's based on one of my favorite movies and a, game, a movie that shows a lot of love to the city that we're from in Toronto. Oh. I am going to go with number nine, Scott Pilgrim versus the world. Now, one of the key things I want to bring up about this game, the movie is 
kind of extravagant. It's based on the comics. Uh, it shows Scott fighting the seven evil exes of his of his uh, wannabe girlfriend Ramona Flowers, and it's it the movie itself has a very retro aesthetic to it. It pays a lot of homage to like old video games and kind of nerd culture of the eighties and nineties. So the video game is a game that would be born of that time of right. the eighties and nineties, right. and it's a beat 'em up, and it captures the spirit of the game in a way that doing a photorealistic one-to-one representation of the movie could never do in the form of a video game. It captures the spirit of it because it, it there's this underlining tone of the movie that is comic booky and video gamey. And it says, well, why not? Why avoid that? Let's fucking lean into it. We'll yep. have the, the soundtrack done by Anna Monaguchi. We'll, we'll have little eight bit sprites and we'll go to town with it. And this, this game is fucking amazing. I, I, I love everything about this game. Yeah, that's a really good pick. I didn't even think about that. That's not on my list, but it, it's a really good game. We did it on the podcast. Actually, I will say that kind of brings up, there are a, quite a few games we've done on the podcast that are going to come up on this list a little bit or right. games that I was thinking about on the list. Um, it's actually remarkable how many how many uh, video game movies, how many movie video games have we done on, well, on actually, the podcast? Well, you know what? It, that's a good point. And there's got to be one on this list that you and I haven't done on the podcast eventually. Yeah. Well, what, if, what if we, at the end of this, Compare okay. our lists, our top tens, right. and circle a game that's on both of our lists and commit to doing that uh, maybe next week on the podcast. Oh, that's fun. Okay, yeah, let's yeah. do that because you're right. There were so many uh, video game movies that we've done here that I think would be a really fun, uh, really fun way of doing it. Uh, five Great, more let's do that. Let's, we'll, oh, yeah. we'll, we'll, okay. talk, we'll talk at the end of the top ten. I'm assuming there's going to be some crossover and hopefully of a game that we haven't done on this podcast. I know there's a bunch of good movie video games that we haven't done. So let's see. Let's see where we land at the end of this. Sounds uh, good. In the meantime, okay, Andrew, awesome. what about your number eight? My number eight is going to be the Adams Family pinball machine. Um, so, Andrew, that is fantastic. Thank Andrew, you very that much. That is a great pick. I never would have thought about that. Um, skirting the line a little bit. Uh, pinball game. So I'm going to rate it a three and a half out of four because it's kind of skirting the line of what a video game is. Oh, really? Tilt. Um, tilt. 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 Indeed. Tilt. Tilt. Uh, tilt. Oh. oh, great. I love that. Thank you very much. You know, I obviously, as as we've done pinball games on this uh, on this podcast, you're aware that I fully am not the biggest pinball guy in the world. You know, people right. are either like really into it or not into it at all. And uh, I, I have a very passing enjoyment of it. I enjoy it when I go to a bar and I have a beer and you get to put it down and play a little bit of pinball, especially about the theming. But the little that I know is I've been told over and over and over again that the Adams Family Pinball is the best yes. pinball machine of all time. It is also the best selling pinball machine of all time with 20,270 20, uh, units uh, sold in its the history. Best, is machine best sold. pinball machine just Ever. really. That's amazing. I know. Isn't that crazy? So I yeah. love that. So, I, I just, it is, if we're going to highlight pinball, why not highlight the best? And it happens to be based on a movie, the Adam Stanley movie. I love that. And, uh, you know, you mentioned that you're not uh, a big <laughs> pinball person. Um, yep. uh, you, you might as well call me Michael Clemens because I am a <laughs> pinball person. <laughs> Local jokes. <laughs> oh, Michael Pinball Clemens exceeds the local Toronto, the greater Toronto area. Oh, absolutely. Sure. He played for the Toronto Argonauts and led us to a great cup or two. Uh, yeah. uh, sure. Maybe he's not as, as well known as Damon Allen these days, <laughs> but I, I think all of our listeners know who Damon Allen and Michael Pinball Clemens are. Or um, what the Great Cup is, or the Canadian <laughs> Football League. Oh, you mean the, the league that's been around longer than the NFL? Yeah, yeah. I think everyone has a healthy respect for the three downs per possession CFL. <laughs> I was going to say, I was going to say, I could, I could tell you the rules of CFL football, of Canadian Football League football, and you, it sounds like we're making a joke. There's only three downs. The field yeah. is wider. Uh, the ball is bigger. 
Uh, if, you, if you kick the ball into the end zone, that's yes. a point. <laughs> that's a point. It's called a rouge. It's called and, a rouge. Uh, as the Simpsons did, the, that the, he's watching the CFL draft on a Saturday afternoon one time. He's like, Saskatchewan <laughs> Rough Riders only with four rouges all of last year. Um, also, yeah. this is this is this. You cannot make this shit up. It's going to sound like I'm making this up. There are eight teams in the league. At one point in the CFL's history, there were two teams called the Rough Riders. The Saskatchewan yeah. Rough Riders yeah. Yeah, and the teams. Ottawa Rough Ottawa. Riders. Ottawa, yeah. Two teams called the Rough Riders. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's really remarkable. Yeah, it's it's a truly special league in which I am Canadian and I have I know very little about it. Um, yeah. Um. Um. I am Canadian and I know very a lot about this next pick. Oh, uh, it's a pick <laughs> that's based on one of my favorites. Wow. <laughs> one of my favorites. And I know Canadian and I know very a lot about this. Wow. <laughs> I know very a lot of about one of, my, one of my favorite. Yeah, why do we just throw use into, into words sometimes? Use. <laughs> use, guys. Um, um, use better listen to my number eight pick, which <laughs> is based good. on one of my favorite movies of all time, which I know very much a lot about uh, or whatever I said. Uh, a Another game that we've actually done on the podcast and a movie that we've watched on our Mushroom Club. This is a game that I think perfectly captures the tone of the movie without needing to rely beat for beat on the story. In fact, I think it's a prequel to the movie. It's the thing. Yes. Yeah, and so Mikey, that's my number seven. So let's talk oh, about fantastic. it. Fantastic! Let's talk yeah. about it. That's great. Um, Love when, this. Okay, let me ask you a question, Andrew. I I, I can't remember because we did this we did this uh, uh, episode or we did this game on the podcast a while back, and when we did, I can't remember if you had any affinity to the movie The Thing at the time or the game. I I don't believe you'd played the game, but you were aware of the movie. I'm assuming, right? Oh, I'm a, I have been a huge fan of the movie for a very long time. It is one of my most favorite movies. I love John Carpenter. Yes. I think the thing is, is just so perfect for what they tried to do at the time. Um, and just a movie that can't really be made the way it is now. Um, also, Why do you say another that? I just, well, because the ambiguous nature of the story, I just think sure. they would so badly oh, want to make yeah. sure that you have to have a payoff at the end. Right. You know, also a time, you know, that movie came out and it was, it was a flop, you know, no one liked it. And now over the last, you know, 30 years has been like cult, cult classic. And even much more than that is just seen as, you know, the masterpiece that it kind of is. So no, but I hadn't played the video game. Yes. So I was a huge fan of the movie, just hadn't played the video game. Which we did in February on uh, in 2021. Uh, we didn't yeah. do February this year because we need a break from the scary games. Uh, uh, February will be coming back in uh, in February of 2023. But uh, mm -hmm. um, um, I, I had played the game when it first came out. The okay. thing I when I played it as a kid, when it first came out, I actually I knew about the movie, but I hadn't seen it. The game got me into the franchise enough to make me want to see the movie. And then seeing the movie was amazing. And then I got into Lovecraft and then I rewatched the movie again oh. and fucking loved it even more. What a great concept for a game an ever changing story where you never know. It's kind of procedural who is going to be infected, which of your crew is going to be infected. Yeah. You don't need to save everyone. The more people no. you save, the more beneficial it is, but you can also make it through basically on your own. The combat we found wasn't terrible somehow, even no. though it was a that that PlayStation Two era of games. Just what a great peek back into this world that John Carpenter created. I, I love this game so much. Oh, I I do too. I I just think I it's it is of the of the games that we're doing. 
oh man, this is actually interesting. I don't know. Maybe I don't want to say it too quick, but I wonder if this is actually the most authentic from the movie to the game. Like it is actually, you know, really the the the, the tone and the nature of the game is so, so, so correct to what the movie is. That is a, I mean, it doesn't follow the story, but no. tonally you might be, yeah. actually I have one more coming up that I think okay. might hit that tone pretty right. pretty closely uh okay. but with that i'll move on to my number seven because yep. the thing was your number seven my number seven is going to be a uh i think i'm gonna get a little bit of hate for this one being so high on my list are we saying high or low i always fucking i never know i don't know this would be high in my mind as well but i guess right. high low is number, number one right yeah but hmm that's interesting yeah. i don't know I, well, let's just go with high let's go with high uh because uh, okay. i think a lot of people would rank this one even uh, like much lower than this but I, I'm going to go with, with, you know, the, the golden age of, of Disney based video games. I'm putting the lion King here, a game that I absolutely loved as, as a kid, but I just found it was too difficult to play as a kid. I'm talking on this, on the Sega Genesis. Um, Mikey, that's my number six. No way. Andrew, yeah. Look, we're, at this look at this. We're mind melding here. We're mind melding. And it, to yeah. the, the, the opposite effect of, of what happened when we did the top 10 protagonists, right? Yeah. Are you the we thing? We were all over Are the you place. the thing you have to tell me? Are you on Google Podcasts? Andrew, are you the thing? I've, you, if you accuse me of, as you say it, tentacling out yeah, one I more time. Yeah. And you got to stop because it's a condition. Yeah. Are we you tentacling out? Stop saying that it's it's a tail it's a tail and people it's normal know. for people to have tails uh, uh um, just like um, Quentin tarantino does he have a tail well you said it, it about 20 minutes ago oh right yes jason <laughs> alexander in a movie had a tail what was it monkey bone it was a monkey bone? monkey bone monkey paw no monkey a bone. monkey monkey bone with brendan oh, fraser oh my god that is so funny i was just talking about that movie how in the world is that coming up again um yeah okay yes with brendan fraser yes brendan fraser in the news uh, oh no, sorry. It was shallow. Hal. shallow, Hal. uh, shallow uh Jason Alexander had a tail, had a tail. Um, Classic. yeah, no, Brendan Fraser in the news because of the movie, the whale. And he looks the great whale. in that movie. Yes. I mean, not gonna physically, be nominated but, for an Oscar. Yeah. Yeah. He looks awful. Oh, but you know what? It's terrible. You know, what's so funny? Well, in the movie, in, I will say in real life, I was like, oh, I, I'm glad that whatever he had to do to find peace in his life that has happened. That's good. So did the last time we saw weight, him, did he gain the weight for the movie or he, played in the movie because he'd gained the weight no i don't i think he was carrying that weight before the movie um but oh, i don't you like the beat a big fan of the beatles yep 100 percent carrying the weight did the band yeah uh yeah he was uh but you know what i i don't want to make any like wild assumptions but it seems like he was going through a very tough time the last time we saw him in hollywood I sure know, 15 years ago or whatever and then i think he's worked on his uh mental health and usually that sometimes is at is, is the victim of that is your physical health sometimes sure. and or vanity at least and so n him coming out as a little bit more rotund is like oh i think that guy's happy now good for him i, uh, I agree because i think i think people look back it, almost in a way that we look back on limp biscuit and we make fun of them like we all collectively forget we fucking loved limp biscuit and we fucking loved brendan fraser and oh my he was God, a yeah. hunk and we joke about him, but he was handsome and funny and a great actor. He was like what Chris Pratt tries to be. And that's not really to throw shade at Chris Whoa. Pratt, but like, no, but you know what I mean? Like, yeah, he, he, was, like that. That he was, yeah, that, he was like that guy. He was that guy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I like that. Yeah. No, I'm glad to see him doing well. And Darren Aronofsky, you know, that's cool. And 
So I don't know. I'm excited to see the whale, and it's probably going to break my heart. So that's going to be great. It probably will. Uh, just yeah. like uh, it broke my heart when uh, Mufasa was killed by Scar <laughs> in The Lion King. And, what? Uh, and this, <laughs> this, game, this game I really liked. Um, I had a weird thing playing games as kids when I wasn't playing as an anthropomorphic character. It was oh. this weird disconnect that now is totally normal to me. But at the time, I just struggled with the distance management and the mm -hmm. jumping and the pacing and the combat. It was cool and it was a cool idea and I really liked yeah. it. And I know a lot of people love this game, but it was too fucking hard for me. Uh, what did you think about The Lion King? It was such a hard game, but the yeah. animation style was perfect. And I had really loved another game right around this period that's going to come up on my list later. Yeah. Um, and so these were hand in hand you know, great, not only movies that were super important to me because they were, but, mm -hmm. you know, they were such serious, great reflections of the movie right into the video game sure. that you could have fun and play as well because the animation style was so authentic to what the movie looked like. I just absolutely loved these games so much. And Lion King was just, you know, it's hard really to talk about the cultural importance of Lion King, but Lion oh, King yeah. is still just as, like an amazing, amazing movie. And so it was so good to see that the video game was good too, but you're right, hard, really yeah. difficult. It's it. The Lion King is almost as good as uh, as one of my favorite uh, plays of all time, Hamlet. I'll, I'll just say that almost as good. Um, um, huh? Why do you say yeah. that? No, I'm just there are just two things that I really enjoy. Oh, you really uh, like Lion King? You really? Like I Hamlet. really like the Lion King. I really like Hamlet, and I don't know huh. why. And I love my dad, and I'm I'm sure he loves me. Uh, but we can That's move past that. Yeah, I have I have I have here's here's something that I want to pitch to you. Mm -hmm. The Genesis prior to right now. Like with modern hardware, the Genesis okay. was the best console for replicating the look of an animated movie uh, because the color palette was fucking unbelievable. The sprites so you could good. create on the Genesis were insane. And then you get to that PS1 era and beyond and you get that like mimicry of what 3D should look like or what animation yeah. should look like. And it was ugly as fuck. But ugly. the Genesis was gorgeous. It was like Stinky. a fucking painting. It was great. Stinky, yeah. baby. Stinky. Ew. <laughs> look how um, rubbery my hand looks when I do that. That's so rubbery. Yeah. You go to YouTube for uh, to see how rubbery uh, Mikey's hand is. So my player one, we were at, uh, we recently went to a uh, football game. And mm -hmm. if you don't know, I'm a huge fan of the Buffalo Bills. Yes. And uh, you are wearing a Buffalo Bills hat and, right now. Yeah. And so I was thinking about the stinky thing because um, there's a famous story of a of a two Buffalo Bills fans. Uh, and there's a there's a there's I can't believe I'm telling this story on the podcast. <laughs> I'm, I'm there, so curious to see where this goes. There's like beer running down a woman's back and a man is collecting it uh, in in her bottom with his mouth. And so um, that's a famous story that. I, we always talk about with my friends with Buffalo Bills fans because they're monsters, right? And I'm one of them, but they're all monsters. They're all sewer creatures and I love them. And so they're, they're lighting yourself on fire, covering themselves in mushroom ketchup or jumping through tables, tables or whatever. Yeah, right. So they're doing all these things. And so, uh, and I was, I was telling that story about the, yeah, the, the butt, the butt chug. And, uh, uh -huh. and, uh, and my player one, when we're walking goes like, oh, that'd be really sticky. But everyone curd Excuse stinky. Me? <laughs> and so, all <laughs> since then, all I've been doing for weeks now is going stinky. <laughs> and it is, I can't begin to tell you. The only reason I'm telling you is because I feel weird about it. And now I need to express that to everyone else so that they also feel weird about it. And that makes me feel less weird. It's Are you to normalize it. Did we talk it's, about it's that? To put, <laughs> it's to put, it's to put your own internal anxieties onto other people. You're like, Hey, if 100%. we all share this load, I'll feel a lot better. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So now you'll be walking around also going stinky and then going, Oh, right. Ew. Um, <laughs> all right. Someone drank beer out of a stranger's <laughs> asshole. I forgot about that. Um, so your number six being, uh, the, the lion king. <laughs> 
Um, I'm going to go with the number six that I I don't believe you've played. Uh, it's, oh, okay. it's a game that I think didn't get enough love when it came out. Uh, another actor who we make fun of for all the time, but I think we fucking loved when he was at his peak, Vin Diesel, starred oh. in this game in The Chronicles of Riddick, Escape from Butcher Bay. Um, uh, did you ever play this game, Andrew? No, not only I never played this uh, this game, I've never seen those movies. I don't know that I've seen. No, actually, I did. I saw the movie because I loved the game so much. The most oh, recent really? Chronicles okay, of Riddick. Yeah, yeah. Oh, movie. I'm glad to hear that because I was afraid you were going to be like, you haven't seen that movie. And I was going to yeah. be like, calm down. Okay. Like, you know, it's like, pitch black and and Riddick, right? Like, and Riddick. Yeah. 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 And Chronicles of Riddick, you know, a to have a video game star, a triple A at the time, triple A actor. He would have been triple A at the time, I, I think. Right. Yeah, sure. Yeah. To have a video game star, the likeness and the sound of him and to have it be first person shooter and to have Vin Diesel's voice come out of what would be your your mouth as the character. Weird, mm-hmm. weird thing to think of. Yeah, um, weird thing. Stinky. Very, weird, very, very stinky. Uh, <laughs> and to have a game that not only is based on a movie and isn't just good because it's based on a movie, but a game that had some of the greatest hand to hand combat in a first person shooter that I've seen up until Condemned Criminal Origins, I think. And to this wow. day, it was just one of the best examples of that. Part mystery, part action, part uh, 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 like mis- uh, like dialogue game and, and problem okay. solving. It was Sexual fucking thriller. fantastic. Yeah. I mean, Vin Diesel's in it, so, so go figure. Exactly, exactly. And a game that looked great as well. I really, really loved Chronicles of Riddick, Escape from Butcher Bay. I'll probably never play it again because I don't want to ruin that impression that I have of it. But I, man, what, 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 a, what a treat that game was. Well, there we go. Okay, so that's your number six. My number five is going to be Terminator 2 Judgment Day on the arcades. Oh, nice. Um, Nice. So do I need to say more about this? You had two machine guns in this this arcade cabinet. That's it. If, who cares? You had the you had the T one thousands, the metal frames of them just walk around and looking at you, and you're like, gah, 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 like being eight <laughs> years old, and you're like, die! Um, and that was the greatest feeling in the world. While like probably eating a hot dog and a large soda and stuff like that. So they, they uh, say they say that the turnover of quarters in that game, like there's there's a, a metric, and I can't remember what it's called, but it's it's how quickly you turn quarters in a video game, oh. and it's a time average. And they say the time average in that game was the lowest of like any other <laughs> game, and no one gave a fuck because you got to shoot an Uzi at T one thousands or t three two thousand yeah not not one thousand because t one thousand because there's a better because the original terminator is t one thousand right right then the improvement well wait a second though because he's not the liquid version he's just what arnold schwarzenegger looks like without skin right uh oh no 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 the liquid version is the t one thousand that's t one thousand yeah, that's T-1000. I T-1000. feel like we should look this up. But is it, no, T-800 is Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh, thank you very much. Okay, yeah. yeah. Yes, yeah. I'm glad we I'm glad we cleared this up. Okay. Yeah. So yes, you get to kill those fuckers. And uh, and it's just, it's the best. You know what I mean? I, I really wanted to make sure I had this one in there because of the tactile nature of this game. I loved it. I absolutely loved it. I probably spent, you know, a college savings fund worth of money 100%. into that thing. And uh, I don't have, I don't have a single, I don't have no regrets. <laughs> <laughs> this Canadian education system coming yeah. back. Um, no, use T-1000s. <laughs> use T-1000s. I don't not remember them. Um, We're going to get into Donnybrook, you fox. <laughs> this is this is what I like to refer to as the second golden age of, of arcades as well. Because oh. the first golden age was, you know, the Pac-Mans and the Galagas and all that stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Bar none, the, the 
perennial golden age. The the second one that came was the likes of this, where it gave you an experience you couldn't come close to having at home. You had the peripherals. Having peripherals at home was unheard of at the time. Oh. And to have the guns and the shaking, like the time crises yep. games, the crises. the uh, crazies. <laughs> I don't know. And then and then like even the silent scopes. I know those are coming a yeah. little bit later, but yep. like as House a kid yeah. who first House of the Dead, who first saw a game like this, where you got to hold a gun and shoot it. You couldn't, you couldn't ask for anything better than that. You really couldn't. I know. And like, they, people are going to be like, oh, but did you like the gameplay? I'm like, shut up. I don't care. Like you could have been, yeah. you know, whatever. This was so cool. This was unbelievable. Yeah. Cool. So that's my number five. Uh, I like that Mikey, a lot. Where are you going to be going with your number five? My number five is going to be, this is, this is where I think a lot of importance in my mind is placed on, on giving you more of the story than a you ever thought you would need and then the movie itself gave you while giving you an entirely different experience from the movie i you brought up this this franchise before and i think this franchise gets shit on a lot for for some for having some real stinkers stinky stinky in the the marketplace but there are also some very good games based on this franchise and it's star wars episode one racer a game that i like you can't argue it is based on star Wars episode one. It's got star Wars episode one in the title. And it, I, as a kid watching star Wars episode one, I didn't care that it was about spice trade. I didn't even know that it was about trade blockades and all that shit. Taxes. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Isn't life. Isn't life. Um, what I thought it was about was lightsabers and pod racing. And mm-hmm. this is pod racing, baby. This is and pod I, racing. <laughs> the, the, the amount of love and detail that goes into exploring the sport of pod racing. Someone out there had a fucking phenomenal idea to make that a video game. And you got to imagine that that was made. The decision to include pod racing was made hand in hand with the merchandising team because that's what Star Wars does. But they could have just left it at that. Instead, I knew all the names of the pod racers. I could point them out in the movie. I knew more about the rules. I knew what their what their pod racers looked like, why some of them had benefits, why some of them were more dangerous, all this sort of thing. The 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 amount of extra detail that this game gave me while just giving me a game that was fucking fun to play. I hundred percented it. I have no I can't say enough good things about Star Wars Episode One Razor. And another game that we did on the podcast. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Honestly, I love that game. That was that was so much fun. That's a really, really good pick. Yeah. So Especially your number five. like non non racing boys, right? You know, yeah, it, non racing boys nice to 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 have a racing game that that you appreciate so much. And another one that was really fun in the arcades as well. Um, oh yeah, yeah, hell yeah! yeah. With the two, yeah. the, the two just yeah. a lot of fun. Yeah, it's lot racing, of fun. baby. <laughs> Greg, where's Greg Proops? Um, okay, <laughs> my number four is uh, something I've kind of referenced earlier, but it's going to be Aladdin. Uh, another game mm. we've done on the podcast. It's just it's great. It the music is so much fun. The animation style is so much fun, and it is just like a one to one of the movie. You can you can put the movie on next to the game, and you're like, oh yeah. I do. This is yeah. I totally understand why this is it. And 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 with that, Aladdin yeah. is my number four as well. Whoa! So this let's let this mind meld continue, my friend. Holy shit, that's amazing. So yeah, um, just just really beautiful. And for a movie that is so good, and it's kind of like Lion King as well. For a movie that is just a stone cold classic, for a game to hold up in any way close to that is really impressive. So Aladdin, I had fun when we played it again a couple of years ago, and I had fun as a kid. This is a great game. Now let me ask you this, Andrew. Between Aladdin and The Lion King, why do you place Aladdin higher or lower than um, The Lion King? I think it's because I most recently played it, but I do also have a little bit more memories of playing Aladdin yeah. 
more than uh, like the, those red fruit and like collecting all this kind of stuff. Yep. Like I do have more of Some that. Some people would call those red fruit apples, actually. No, are they really apples? Yeah, of course they're apples. Hmm. Interesting. Um, <laughs> red delicious apples. Okay. Okay. That's rookie apple. But in yeah, the desert. Um, I don't know. What's your favorite a apple? Lot. Oh, um, honestly, Granny Smith. Love a Granny yeah. Smith. I love Granny yeah. Smith. Love the sour. I love the crunch. Fuji apples. They're also the too. most healthy, aren't they? Is that true? I think green apples are the healthiest apples. Yeah. What does healthy mean? Like lowest calories or most vitamins or most vitamins and vitamins. and lowest sugar relative to the vitamins. Well, it's very sour. It's very sour. Yeah, I like that. Um, I like that. Um, just like my what? my opinions on uh, the difficulty of Aladdin when I first played it as well. A- another game that was fucking hard as hell. Very hard. Yeah. As a kid. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I guess so. what was what was harder, ben- Lion King or Aladdin? I, I think Lion King and yeah. maybe it's just, you know, pre-internet. I didn't know this, but at least in Aladdin, it was very easy to find cheats. I don't maybe they were oh. in the code book or something or the, the instructions. I can't remember, but I do remember being able to explore the world of the game of Aladdin more than Lion King because yeah. of the cheats and, well, and having a little bit more fun. Also, the music, man, the oh. music in Aladdin is unbelievable. It's so fucking good. Yeah, it's so, so, so good. But, you know, Aladdin was a thief, so the Chiefs to make sense. Um, yeah. <laughs> okay. So that's our number four, Aladdin. Number three, I'll start. Uh, Warriors, come out and play. Uh, I'm Andrew, choose- that is that is coming on my list. So do we want to hold off and, and talk talk oh, about that a little bit later? Absolutely. Let's talk yeah. about it when we get to whatever it's going to come up on yours. Whenever it comes up. Uh, before we get there, though, I have my number three. Mm-hmm. This franchise is making yet another appearance on my list. I... I'm curious to gauge your reaction to this pick because it's movie-based video games and it is my theory that the franchise is what it is and therefore this movie should count as a movie-based video game. It is Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic. Oh, I'm fine with this. Yeah, that, no, that's totally fine. Okay. The second it says Star Wars, I'm like, well, that's a movie franchise. It wasn't that's, a book before. That's what I'm you know thinking what I mean? as well. Yeah. You know, in, in if, if it doesn't, then let's look at something like the thing and say, well, it's not actually based on the movie. It's based on the universe. So does that not count? Or in a game like star Wars Knights of the old Republic, doesn't that have more to do with the, the, the movie than Aladdin does to do with Aladdin? Because in Aladdin, for some reason, you're just throwing apples at people with, with totally. sabers. Like, yeah, you're going to, yeah. you're going to hate my number two, but I'm going to justify it. So yes, I'm totally okay with Knights of the old Republic. Yeah, Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic, not only a great movie game, but legitimately maybe in my top 10 of all time. I I felt such a resonance with this game. I never want to play it again. Uh, yeah. uh, you know, I, I am like that with games. I don't care if it's remastered and apparently yes. the remaster is like really on the rocks right now, but it, it's apparently oh. in development, uh, change, change development companies and all that stuff. But I, I, the, the ability to do this, this Bioware formula of making decisions to lean you towards the light side or the dark side, getting a lightsaber, having like a group of people on a ship traveling the universe was so Star Wars. It was like made for this franchise in a way that I always wanted to explore that world and that universe, uh, that galaxy far, far away. And, hey. and now I could in a way that didn't stamp or stomp on the, the canon, which I, I found I very much appreciated. Yeah. Okay. No, I love that. That's great. And honestly, people love that game. Love. Yes, it's fantastic. Game. Even the second one was great too. Um. Um. But the first one just has such a special place in my heart. I think mainly because it was one of the first games I played where your choices could very directly affect other people. Like, yes. I know that you got like Baldur's Gate and all that, but this style of game and and with such a big franchise under its belt was my first real experience with that kind of game. I think, and yeah. I really appreciated that for it. 
Oh, there we go. So that's a great, uh, that's your number three. That is my number three. Okay. So then my number two, and this is going to come with a little explanation, but nonetheless, my number two is going to be middle earth shadow mortar. Now. Okay. Okay, cool. No, no, I like it. Oh yeah, really? Okay, good. I thought it was going to be like, well, that's not directly tied to the movies. That's maybe more of the books, but the styling and the imagery of the game are directly taken right from the movies. So I actually considered that as well. Um, Ultimately, I had a game on my list from Lord of the Rings and it was it was Lord of the Rings, the two towers, which was directly based on the two towers movie. But I considered whether or not I would have allowed myself to put Middle Earth, uh, 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 sorry, Shadows of Mordor on on the on the list. And I think it I think it doesn't exist in the form that it's in without the movies. So I think that's totally cool. Totally. And like, just, it is the imagery of the orcs and all this kind of stuff yeah. is based on like, they look like the movies. So like, it's yeah. gotta be some reference to the movie. So yeah. Did you, I didn't, you didn't like this game, right? I liked it in the same way. I like the first 12 hours of Assassin's Creed and horizon okay. and all the other games, ghost of Tsushima, all the other games that follow this formula, you know, not to, <sighs> I feel like very hand wavy when I say that they're just not for me. I yeah, see through the formula you. immediately and yeah. I loved, I loved what I played of it. And then I just got tired of it. No, I honestly, and I'm totally okay with that. I can totally understand that. Cause I do that with a lot of genres as well, where I go, sure. ah, it's probably great, but it's just not for me. This yeah. one got me for some reason. I loved this and I loved the little revenge system where the orcs oh, would come back yeah. over fuck and yeah. over and over again and yeah. go like, I remember you. And you're like, this dickhead again. All right. Good. Yes. Um, and, and the hierarchy, the hierarchy that you get. Yeah. Losing to them only advanced them past it. And you're like, Oh crap. Can't get face that guy again for a bit. Exactly. I thought it was just a beautiful way to explore middle earth. Like it was just you traversed large areas, which in, in, in middle earth is something you want to do. You want to see all the areas and all the different stylings and stuff like that. I loved this game. I couldn't believe it's just not in my nature to like this. And I absolutely loved it. Uh, and I always thought it was a really good accompaniment to 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 uh, Lord of the Rings, especially that first sure. trilogy, because then Hobbit came out. And you're like, what the hell is this? I don't want 100%. this. I want that thing. So, yeah, I just I loved this game. So number two for me. Let me ask you this, Andrew. Mm-hmm. One of the, the, the I remember the moment I stopped playing this game was when I realized that the map that I was playing on for the first 10, 12 hours of the game was not the full map. And instead no. of all the work I put in here, I had to change to somewhere else and start from the beginning somewhere else. Whenever a game does that, I am, I am very, very likely to, to stop playing it. And that, and it, that did it for me in that game. Are you the same way or are you, do you have more patience for things like that? No, absolutely not. No, you know what? And the worst part is I'm human and my expectations play a huge uh, part of whether I like things or not. And when you build up the idea that like, well, this is it. And you're like, okay, so I'm going to work on stuff. I'm going to, you know, and then they're like, nope, just kidding. It's something else. You're like, "Mm." and even though. You know, you're getting more of something you like, hypothetically, you know, without without actual context. That's great. But you when you when you have expectations and they change those, that 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 does hurt. You know what I mean? It, it does it bums hurt. me out. Yeah. Oh, it does. Yeah, no, I totally get that. I think that's totally understandable. Yeah. And I think I think it it is just that setting that expectation of of how much you have to play with. And, and you know, when I say the first 10, 12 hours, I think a lot of people would be like, that first bit is not 10, 12 hours. Well, it yeah. is when you think that's the whole game. And and I'm always going to do side quests first. So I spend all that time on it and realize none of that matters because I'm about yeah. to go off and deal with some other shit and another hierarchy somewhere else. That bummed me out and ultimately left such a bad taste in my mouth that I didn't even consider putting that one on, on the list. Really? But I do, yeah, okay. I do think it was a good game. I do. Okay. Uh, my number okay. two, 
means it's time for us to start talking about my favorite, possibly my favorite rock star game of all time. Uh, and one of my favorite movie games of all time. It's the Warriors. Andrew, yeah. you, you picked this one first on your list. Why don't you start us off with your thoughts on that? Yeah, the Warriors kind of like the thing uh, where I just loved that movie ever since I was a kid. I caught it on cable late one night when I was way too young and I just loved it. I love the color uh, of the of the different gangs and the the weird. They, I understand why it's now a good video game because they lay out the geography so beautifully well. Yes. Where you yeah. are that one gang that's got to travel through all these lands and get to the back to home, which is so many video games. And sure. uh, I just love the uh, like, oh my god the the baseball the the baseball people and the baseball furies the, baby the baseball furies the Irish gang the roller skating gang the Lizzies that like I thought this was all just so beautiful and then when they decided to make a video game after like I don't know a twenty five year old movie that came out you know and only had one I it's such an inspired choice by Rockstar and and Rockstar that deserves as much criticism as they get kind of just eventually you go, oh, there's a bunch of people that like me that work there, aren't there? Like, they're just 100%. like, I love this movie. We're making it no matter what. And the the game was so great and so uh, authentic to, oh, so maybe maybe this is a, this is something we were talking about earlier. Very authentic to the, to the movie that was trying to represent. Yeah, I think so. And in a way that, you know, you are dealing with the same plot points or like the general yeah. idea, but like the beat for beat of that game has nothing to do with the movie, more or less. Like it's basically, you know, the movie is warriors go find your way home you're stuck mm -hmm. uh, and you gotta deal with everyone trying to kill you tales old as time but the movie really extends that out to the point where like i so i played this game before i saw the movie and i fell head over heels in love with this game well before i saw the movie and oh, i remember really? yeah oh yeah oh, yeah wow. and i remember huh. um being like i fucking can't wait to see the baseball furies in this movie because they were the coolest fucking coolest. things i could have ever imagined and they're in the movie for like 30 seconds yeah like 35 One seconds scene yeah yeah and that's in like central it. park or something yeah. yes exactly they just chase them for a little bit and 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 they're not as as like tough and powerful in the movie as i expected them to be based on the game but like everything from just being a cool as shit ripped guy in in like a fucking leather vest walking around the streets beating up people putting their hats on after they fall off your yeah. head throwing bottles at, at window all the things that like if it in a if they turn on video game rules, you would do just fuck with people, and just because you're untouchable, they mimicked that feeling of being just cooler than everyone else so fucking well. Uh, yeah. And then at the end, I don't know if you remember this. After you beat the game, you could do like a a, a royal rumble mode where you could just set like all the gangs right. in there, the warriors. You could be the baseball furies. You could do this. You could that. And you have to like throw each other off of uh, off of um, uh, buildings and stuff. And you'd get that like action movie shot from the 70s or 80s. I think this, I think the movie was 79. But where it, like you throw someone and then there's a shot of them just like falling off the building. And then it's back to the action and shit. Like w just a game made with so much love and based on a movie that was a cult classic that had no totally. business being made into a game. And yet, here we are. It's it's fantastic. Yeah, it's so funny that we can't you like, you know, you look at something like the Godfather. Why hasn't the Godfather been made into a good game? And I know it's been tried and stuff like that. Sure. But you, it's all of a sudden you get the Warriors like what is the Warriors? You know what I mean? And and they pull that out and you're like, oh, that's a fantastic game. I'm so glad that yeah. we both had that really high. Yep, absolutely. Andrew, you want to uh, give us your number one then? Well, I assume we both have the same. Number <laughs> I think one. we have the same number one. Yeah, yeah. I think most people at home have the exact same number one as we do. Yeah, this game absolutely is foundational to anyone of our generation, especially because it hit at the same at the right time. It, it changed the idea of what a movie video game could be because this stood on its own legs. And I would argue to say is much more popular than the movie that it actually is based off of. Yeah, uh, for sure. It's going to be it's going to be Goldeneye 007. 
it is absolutely going to be GoldenEye 007. Did you struggle trying not to make this number one? Thousand percent. I was yeah. thinking, I, I kind of looked at him like, is it one of the Disney movies? Oh, God, is it Warriors? Oh, Shadow Mortar. I'm like, I, I just, I was doing everything I could to do it. And I'm like, maybe I, maybe I, uh, I pivot and swerve really hard and it's, sure. it's Adam's family or some of that. And you're yeah, like, yeah, eh. yeah, 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 yeah. No, you're, you're trying to fight the obvious. Goldeneye is number one because it is the most important video game movie of all time. Video movie, video game. Goddamn, five more dollars. Movie, video game of all time. <laughs> um, I, I, I agree with you. And ultimately what it came down to was, you know, I had these things in my mind of like, does it follow the script of the movie? Does it expand upon the universe? And, you know, it was cool to have like Kodor, like Knights of the Old Republic. I wanted to be my number one, but I'm like, Kodor. you know what? Ultimately, ulti- yeah, it's, a lot of people call it that. Ultimately, Sorry, no, no, I, it's funny. It isn't, uh, it isn't as much of a Star Wars a new hope movie or like it isn't directly based on a movie. And as much as I like the universe building or the galaxy building that did factor in. And that's why I love the warriors because it gives you a new perspective. It, it, it spreads out. It lets you breathe life in between the scenes and connect the dots or fill in the blanks a little bit more than the movie could just being two hours. And ultimately that's exactly what Goldeneye does. It puts you in the, in like everyone, especially at this time, everyone would watch a spy movie and be like, I want to fucking do that. And yeah. then make you do that in a way that we hadn't experienced before. First person shooter on a console with that level of storytelling. It just hadn't been done. And the genre was changed forever. And the industry was changed forever. And it it, it almost has to be GoldenEye as a result. It really does. And, 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 you know, I was trying to think of negatives and going like, well, I can't be number one because it is why like yeah, the movie. Yeah. And you're like, no, you actually do the movie step by step in this game. Exactly. Just because the multiplayer is really popular. Is not like, was that the fault of the game? Like, no. no. You know, I, yeah, I'm with you. It's, it's number one with a bullet. Ooh, hey. Ooh. And, uh. Shot from a Walter PP9. Or PP7. Absolutely. One of those. PPK? PPP7? I don't know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just, it's just an incredible game. We went back and played another one that we went back and played, but it's, it's gotta be GoldenEye, man. It has to be. And, uh, and, and what a fantastic game it was. We did that on the podcast a while ago and it held up surprisingly better than I expected it to, you know, given the controls that it would have had. I think, I don't know if GoldenEye did, but I know with Perfect Dark, you could have actually played it with two controllers where like one goes uh, like front and back, like kind of like the two joysticks. You could oh. link up uh, it, controllers and ports wow, one and two that's and cool. three and four. I don't think you could do that with GoldenEye, but you could use the, the, the yellow buttons to strafe a little bit. Just ultimately a fantastic game. And again, you know, the way that I fell in love with the baseball theories in uh, in in the Warriors, I fell in love with guys like Jaws and Odd Job. And I yeah. know they weren't strictly from GoldenEye, but it, it gave me an attention to the James Bond universe that I, I just didn't have nearly as much before. Yep. And ultimately, I think made it in my mind that Pierce Brosnan is my James Bond, probably oh, wow. because of this movie. Well, there you oh, go, because started, of, yeah, yeah. yeah, the amount of time we spent playing this game. I, I know yeah. I, do, I totally don't blame you, and especially kind of, I don't know what people, true James Bond people think about it. Might Maybe a fallow period for the franchise, you know, kind of tough Good because work. it went more extreme, more actiony, and more American. Yeah. But, uh, you know, it, this game, the game is the best part that came out of it. There's just no way around it. <laughs> but it is also a really good fucking movie. Like we went yeah. back and watched it when we did Goldeneye. <laughs> uh, we, I think the movie was great. I thought it was, I thought it was great. By the way. Okay. In terms of sense memory, what does this do for you? Oh, no. <laughs> oh, oh, when you're, when you're looking at your watch or like the, the, you're dying and it, when the you get blood shot. fills the yeah. screen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's you getting shot in Goldeneye. A hundred percent. Yeah. I, oh, that's okay. We got it. No, I think we got it. What I will this? say though that. It, 
The Wilhelm Mikey, scream. Mikey was doing that every time. Not that wasn't on repeat. That, that actually sounded so <laughs> so similar to every other time. That was really good. Good for you. Uh, and I'm the one Andrew, doing voices. What a, what a fucking blast that was. Absolutely, oh, Andrew. Before before we before we leave off of it though, give us Gilbert Godfrey doing the golden eye sound. What's the golden eye sound? Uh-huh. <laughs> no, not that sound. The sound of, of you getting shot in Goldeneye. I don't know if I can do that sound. I... <laughs> That's pretty good. That's pretty That's good. That's pretty good? Yeah, okay, yeah, good. Yeah. You know, it's funny. I I went, I was going to bring it up too, but I, we we talked about a game with Gilbert Gottfried in it and I didn't even bring it up. So. Which one? Aladdin. He's Iago. Right. He's the parrot. Right. Yeah. Hell yeah. Jaffa. Okay. Um, so we got to... <laughs> So, Mikey, I'm going to say, you know, the biggest one that I wanted to get on there that I didn't just because whatever was Mission Impossible. Sure. The Mission Impossible video game from N64. I yeah. loved that when we went back to play it, but it meant more, I think, when we went back to play it than when I originally played it. And I'm just going to, I was trying to knock it for that a little bit. Yeah, I, it, it was tough. There were a few that I had to leave off the list and Mission Impossible was definitely one of them. That's it. That was a close one to leave off. And, I, you know, I could have replaced it with the likes of E.T. probably, Um or even like the thing, as much as I loved the thing, I almost could have seen myself moving that one off. Oh, but really? How about, Interesting. How, how about some love for Toy Story 2 as well? Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, Buzz Lightyear, Adventures of Buzz Lightyear, or whatever that's called, which we did in Buzz the podcast. Buzz Lightyear Rescue. Or, yeah. I think, yeah. The the, mo- the most difficult one for me to not put on this list, though, was Tarzan. I fucking loved the Tarzan oh. video game. Very, very underrated. Very yeah. fun game. Uh, uh, that I don't think gets enough love, just like the movie. I think the movie was phenomenal and not enough people talk about it. That's interesting because that's also a weird period for Disney where like, because they came off their like golden era where they're making like Little Mermaid and Beauty and the Beast and Lion King and Aladdin and all these. And then they started making movies and people are like, I think the problem is, is that there is going to be a period or a generation of people like our generation that are like, no, Hercules was really good. And and then people are like, okay all right you know what i mean true like now that there's always that fight right now because uh, steven spielberg had the fable minutes just come out and people are ranking steven spielberg movies which there are 32 of them which is unbelievable wow that's wild and is that wild and people like well on the bottom five it's hook and you know what people in our generation are like i'm sorry what yes. and you're like yeah. oh, okay no, but tough. you've it's said tough. you hated hook you've said that before i i loved hook as a kid i saw yeah. it many many times as a person that likes movies now I, I, you I, could separate. I could separate nostalgia from. I it, kind of right? never want to watch it ever again because I don't, don't. want to hate it. I fucking loved that movie, and why would I spend two and a half hours rewriting my childhood? No, thank you. Uh, yeah, that's what wow, therapy's I, for. Exactly, or this podcast. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> so there we go. Those are the top ten video games based on movies. Mikey, that was a lot of fun. That was a lot of fun, and I want to say this. Uh, you know. Out of necessity, you and I have had to do some list episodes uh, yeah. like this one and the top 10 protagonists. We usually save things like that for the Mushroom Club, yep. but we've been getting a lot of love for these. Like some of our most popular yeah. episodes have been the list episodes and we're more than willing to do more of them. Uh, mm-hmm. So reach out to us if, if if you want to hear more. Give us your suggestions of of lists or topics you want us to to, to lead into. Yeah. Uh, and, and maybe we'll, we'll, we'll fit those in once or once or twice a month. Who knows? Oh, we'd love to. Absolutely. And if you submit the list, submit your list with it because oh, then we'll, see that we'll, for sure. we'll mention that as well. Yeah. Um, okay. That was great. Well, until then we're going to talk about the, uh, super Mario trailer over at the mushroom club. So I guess we will oh, see you I over there. Wait. I have so um, much to get off of my chest. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. So we'll see you over there until then. But until then. We love every single one of you, and we can't wait to talk to you soon. My name is Andrew Baskin, and with me, as always, is the bad boy of podcasting, Mr. Bebop himself, Mikey Aaronworth. This is the Retrograde Podcast. Game over. 
a pretty good podcast. <laughs> Furnished by Sad Styles Productions. Two thumbs up to the heavens.